Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason. This is the EF3 Life platform. Education, faith, fitness, finance. We're bringing it all to you today. And we're getting after it. It's 2023, a new year, a new you. So far throughout the course of our journey, we have been encouraging, inspiring, motivating, lifting others up, sharing great wisdom, having so many amazing podcast episodes and great guests on the show. To start out this year, this brand new year, this new season of growth, of expectation, of getting it done, we've been talking about habit stacking. We've been deeply diving into the book Atomic. We've been talking about habits by James Clear. And certainly all of the factual information, all of the anecdotes, the analytics, the habit stacking techniques have helped us to begin in a new way, to create the life that we desire. Every single day when you wake up in the morning, you have the ability, the capability, and the wherewithal to do things in a great manner, to better yourself and the world around you, to look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, I like where I'm going and I want to become, because that's what it is. It is a season of becoming. Who are you? What do you desire? Why do you want to get there? And the person that you want to become is the person that you are going to live by. That is our goal. That is our effort. That is every aspect of our life. And that is why results matter. Today, we're going to talk about desiring those results, being present and raising the bar. Certainly one of the most common things that James Clear discusses in Atomic Habits is the automacy, how things happen automatically in our lives. And as much as we are in control of our actions, the things that we do habitually ultimately shape who we are, who we become, and the way that we live. You cannot escape it. The things, the small things, the subtle little idiosyncrasies of your life, the daily routines and rituals that you and I engage in, even without thinking about it, those ultimately then funnel us down a series of pathways. And those pathways then lead us to where we're going in the future. And the future ultimately decides and determines, right, what our life looks like. When we look back, when we reflect, when we think about where we have been, and how we have gotten to where we are today. And hopefully there is something that you are proud of. You are achieving something at this moment. You are striving for greatness. You are looking forward to the future, but being in the present moment to build that future here in the now. And it happens in the inches. It happens in the small moments. It happens in the daily occurrences of our lives that add up, that make up the DNA and the fabric of who we are. That is what we're discussing today. Desire results, be present, raise the bar. One of the things James Clear talks about is most common cues for habits are time and location. So you think about today, what are you doing with your time? Where are you? What is your surrounding looking like? Who are the people who are in your environment? Who are the people that you're desiring to hang around and the type of aspects and things that are taking place in your network, the social interactions, the engagements, and also the connections that you're making, the things that you're doing, the habits that you're forming, 
the routines that you have, all of these things add up because leveraging these to create positive habits, right? And to form new ones, that will truly reshape our lives. It impacts the culture of our home, the reality of our family, and the overall enjoyment of the journey, not to mention shaping our purpose. Because people might lack motivation, but at the end of the day, they have a deficiency in clarity. We talked about that last week. You have to have a clear focus. You have to understand what you're on this earth to accomplish. What do you desire to achieve? What is your purpose? What is your mission? What is the vision? And if you have that, you can certainly stay focused, locked in, and desire to do things in a different manner. In your life right now, when you think about the stuff that gets you really amped up. Well, I mean excited, enthusiastic, motivated, and encouraged. What are they? What are the things that maybe you have a problem with? You have something that you've done or you continue to do that you want to snap out of it. You want to break that bad habit. These are all things that we can do together, but it takes some effort, but it only takes one step at a time. All right. James Clear suggests that the formula to stir up intentional action and habit building is this. I will do this at what time and in what location. It starts with a simple act. If you're leveraging optimal times, if you're doing things with intentionality, if you're stacking these habits as we discussed in the previous episode, what will take place is incredible results. You'll see things coming into form. It will almost seem like things are opening up, but really you're building pathways in your mind. You're reshaping your mind and abundance is going to occur. I was actually reading the word, the word of God that is, and in Joel 3.24, it talks about abundance and it says, the threshing floors shall be full of grain and the vats will overflow with wine and oil. This is a New Testament reading. James Clear didn't talk about it in the book, but I'm going to talk about it today. And the reason why is because you are in the year of abundance. This is the life to the fullest podcast. As Jesus said, I came so that they might have life and have it to the full, to have it more abundantly. We are not about mediocrity. We are not about just doing things halfway. We're about going all the way in and giving our very best ever every single day with everything that we have so we can achieve what we truly desire. Goals, we talked about this, right? To start out the year are important. You have to have them. You have to set them. They have to be realistic. They have to be something that is relevant in your life. There must be a time allotted nature to them, and there has to be some kind of meaning. It has to there has to, you have to figure out your why. What are you on this planet to do? If you can figure that out, certainly half the battle is won. But getting there is building the winning systems. Getting there is doing the day in and day out, rise and grind and repeat. That might seem like it's not really moving the pendulum, that it's not really swinging things in the direction that you need it to go or how fast that you quickly you desire it to go in. However, it is, it is making moves in your life. It's making money moves, it's making educational gains, it's creating relationships, it's building a future for your family, and certainly it's helping you internally. And that faith that's growing inside of you, that trust in God is going to allow you to get to levels and places and to do things that you will be so surprised by and to happen at a rate that's so exponentially quicker if you just stay in and you do it day in and day out. 
The minute your alarm clock rings, okay, that is when your routine, your ritual, the way that you live begins. And then all the way through the time that you go to bed, and there's so many hours of the day that you have to spend, and you are making intentional choices, whether you know it or not. Your habits are being built, they are formed, and they're actually driving your life. Clear talks about that. In the book, he's discussing that these pathways have already been interwoven into the fabric and DNA of our life. It's like you're on a highway, right? And you're either going on an off-ramp and you're getting off the exit and you're going to go towards this avenue, this alley, this this byway that's leading to positive results, positive gains, positive outcomes, positive people, positive interactions, positive experiences, or the opposite, you're going into the negative. And that is something that you have to think about. And oftentimes in our life, we come up to these stop signs or these stop lights. Sometimes it's go, 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 it's green, 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 and then it turns yellow and we have to think about it. Are we going to keep going or are we going to stop? Are we going to slow down? And when it's red, we screech on the brakes. We come to a rearing halt. And sometimes, you know, once in a while, we even crash. And when that crash happens, it can really wake you up, right? Your life can turn around dramatically. I want to just share with you a quick little story. I was actually on my way to Buffalo. Now, Buffalo Bills, hopefully they get that Super Bowl win this year. The favorites, I would have to say, although I am a little bit biased. And I've always been a Bills fan. And going out there in 2018, I was driving my Toyota Corolla on the highway, just cruising along about 65 miles per hour. It was a light rain, 43 degrees, not really much of a care in the world. But then the weather turned dramatically. All of a sudden, freezing rain. Boom. My car hits a patch of black ice. My my seemingly steady sedan starts to slide underneath of a tractor trailer, 18-wheeler. I'm thinking I'm going to be crushed and my life could be over. So I rip the wheel to the left. My car starts to spin out of control going 65 miles per hour, doing two, three, 360s, two and a half flips upside down. Boom. I hit a snowbank. And my car finally comes to a stop. The windows are smashed and the roof is caved in. It's completely decimated. I don't know. Is the car on fire? Am I going to get out alive? What is happening to me? I know that I am conscious. I don't know how badly injured I am at the moment. And I thought to myself, as that was all happening, probably in a matter of about four seconds or so, I thought that was my last breath. This is how my life is going to end. Just allow all the people that I love know that I love them. And boom, I wake up. Out of this four or five second happening, this whirlwind when life was flashing before my eyes, and I crawl out of the vehicle, and I'm holding a rosary. Now, I had been praying for my family before this accident had happened, and I had forgotten that that was the case. And there's a standing angel, a police officer, had seen it all. She says to me, I can't believe that you're alive, let alone have any scratches on your body. And I'm shaken up, right? I'm quaking. I'm still in shock. And all I can say is a couple words that I uttered. This is why. And I just hold up that rosary. Now, I share that with you because here's the thing. Yes, is it a good habit to pray? 100%. Is it a good habit to every single day start your day with a prayer or a journal entry of gratitude to write down what you're thankful for, to express that gratitude and to count your blessings 100%. Is it important every day to build the habit 
of waking up with energy, with enthusiasm, say, I'm going to tackle this day. This is a gift to kiss the ground and say, hey, God, this is yours. Show me the way and help me to impact other people's lives. Allow me to experience life to the fullest. Yes. My life had to get shaken up. It had to have something happen in my life so that way I can be woken up, be conscious, and count my blessings. Because beforehand, sometimes I was walking through life like a zombie. So I share that with you, that abundance. The threshing floor shall be full of grain. The vats will overflow with wine and oil. What do you want your floors to be filled with in 2023? What do you want your vats to overflow with? What kind of wine and choice oil are you pouring into your life right now and into the lives of other people? It all starts with one simple act, one act at a time, day in and day out, stacked on top of each other. That's where habits are built. That's where lives are transformed. And you don't have to do it in exponential portions. It all matters with the inches and the inches become feet and the feet become yards and the yards become miles. The miles become tens of miles and it's spanning across the country and you're transforming the world. You might think that's crazy, that's unusual, that's not realistic. And I say, why not you? Why not now? Why not me? Why not now? I said now twice because this is the time, this is the precedent, this is the moment that we've been created for. It is something that is important. Your life matters, and so does the life of every single other person out there. So how do we do it? Because the goal is to create a positive, life-changing, automated habits, right? Things that are stacked up time and time again so that you're living a full and abundant life, right? If you have these habits and they're built on one another, you will become more focused in each and every area. You will be able to achieve more. You will become that full person. You will see your goals come to pass, and you will exceed those goals. Habit stacking is that chain reaction. It's those positive habit building, the neurological pathways that you're creating in your brain, in your mind, that's going to drive you to act. And what has to happen is it has to be easy. Now, there's misconstrued understanding of what I mean by that. Most people today, when they think of the word easy, they're just thinking, okay, what is simple? What is the path of least resistance? What is something that is going to be not taking much work or effort at all? And certainly when you build positive habits, when they become automated, they can eventually lead to those routines that it seems easy. Even something such as going to the gym every single day or working out and moving your body, eating healthily, right? Saving money, investing putting money away in your Roth IRA, your future plans for your retirement. All of these things at first, that first step, that first dollar that's saved, that first time that you take a trip to the gym and you can maybe only do a couple of push-ups and you feel like, wow, this is it. Well, guess what? Those are the times that actually matter the most. It's when you take those baby steps because those baby steps are the first steps of all and that's moving the needle. It's momentum. It's building something good in your life that will change your direction. That's a simple thing. James Clear talked about it in the book. He said, a ship that's out there on the ocean There's all these variables. There's the raging sea. There's the winds. There's sunny days as well, right? The rising of the tide and the lowering. 
But through it all, here's the thing, the, the ship has a certain direction. But if you change that ship just one degree, right, it's going due north. You change it one degree, it's going to land potentially in a whole different continent, okay? Well, that's like your life. Your life is like a weather vane. Your life is like the ship that's sailing out there on the sea. You can't, first of all, stay at harbor and stay safe. Because if you're at harbor and you stay safe, nothing is going to be different in your life. But if you get out of your comfort zone, if you go out there and you say, I'm going to set sail even if I don't know what the waters entail, but I'm going to go full throttle ahead, good things are bound to happen. You're going to make them happen. You're going to start chasing them down because only those type of people are going to be advantageous people. Because the people who are aggressive, who are going after it, who are dreamers, who are chasers, and most of all, who are doers in the small things will become doers in the middle level things. And then in the big time aspects of life, you don't become big time. You don't become an all-star. You don't become a champion overnight. It happens and is built over the course of time, of decades and for those people out there who are like, wow, I'm getting tired even thinking about that. Well, guess what? You have to be persevering. You have to be gritty. You have to understand. Yes, motivation is important. However, what is much more important than motivation is creating systems in your life that are automated so that way you it becomes so ingrained in you that you almost don't even have to think about it, but you just do it. Just like the Nike slogan is, just do it. But you don't wake up thinking, oh, I'm just going to do this. But you wake up one day and turn off the alarm clock and get out of bed without hitting snooze seven times. You wake up one time and say, hey, today I'm going to make my bed. I heard a crazy stat the other day. This is bananas. I can't even comprehend sometimes the things that you hear. And you often wonder, is this actually true? But it's like someone who makes their bed is 235 times more likely to become a millionaire than someone who doesn't. That simple act of making a bed. Now you might say to yourself, so if I make my bed, money is just going to fly out of the sheets or out of the pillowcases. No, absolutely not. But what it is is an intentional act. And if you're somebody who is routine-oriented, who is detailed, who is paying attention and focusing on the small things, if you're focusing on those things, you're going to focus on the bigger things. And the bigger things will lead to something that's even larger. And something even larger, you're going to put your time, energy, and effort into. And as you build these winning systems, it's going to pay you dividends, literally. Okay? That is what you have to think about in your life. Right now, what are the things that you could focus on, become more clear about, have a greater vision for, and to do in a different manner and just put a little bit more effort into? A little bit more. And that's why Ed Milet, love him, love his stuff that he puts out there, the Ed Milet show. The power of one more. It is so true. If you do one more repetition at the gym, you're going to be a little bit stronger. Because one more push-up every single time, man, you've done 365 more push-ups than you did in the beginning of the year. And it's built. And it expounds. And it's like compound interest. Okay? You save one more dollar this month. Well, guess what? You do that over the course of time, it's going to accumulate amazing results and gains happen by doing one more, one more phone call at the office for sales. Man, who knows? That could land you the deal that actually puts you over the edge, puts you on the map and gets you that promotion. Okay. And we're talking about one more phone call, 
to that grandparent because guess what? That might be the last phone call. That might be the last conversation. You never know. Life is precious. What I'm trying to say here, these habits of doing one more, of having a routine, of getting up early, of doing things differently with intention, of planning out your day. Yes, you have to be spontaneous. You have to be open-minded. You have to understand that life is a gift and there are blessings that have come to you throughout the entire day. Have your eyes open. Be present and understand where you are, who you're with, and what is happening around you. But your choices, 365 days a year, your choices, what you do with your time, choice management, will ultimately determine where your life is going to go. If you are not happy with your life right now, you have the autonomy, you have the ability to change it. And some people out there will say, hey, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do next. Just do something. Get the ball moving in a different direction. Change your environment. Change the people you're hanging around. I was just hanging out with some amazing, full-throttle people. Dr. Adi Pena. Wow, this guy. Amazing. Amazing happenings in his life. And, and he can share his story. Kid grew up in the BX, the Bronx of New York City, right? And like any kid that's growing up in the city, especially the inner city, there are challenges. And I'm going to not talk at exhaustion about all of that, but what I want to get at here is he saw that he wanted a different type of life. And he said from a young age, I knew I had to do things in a different manner. I had to have a different type of focus. I had goals. And I said, each and every five years, I want to get to a different level in my life. And that's exactly what he did. He concentrated where he was and where he wanted to go and doing the things that it took to get there little by little. One more. Uno mas. If you do those things, you're going to see the results add up. I guarantee you. Habit stacking allows you to create a set of simple rules that guide your future behavior. Okay, you can find the best place to layer your new habit in your life. But the biggest thing of all is to just get started. See, there's scientific evidence. Okay, there is evidence out there that says that the sensory systems in our bodies, in our minds, in, our, in these neurological pathways, in our brains, right? They alert habits and action. And they're most prevalent, okay? They're most prevalent within our sight. So if we're seeing things, if it's in front of us, if we understand how to design success in our environment so that we're, our stimuli is focused on what is there and we can tangibly see it, and it's right there, we're going to be more apt to do it. Understanding that this is a clear vision that you're making for your life. See, one of the best ways to improve habits is to be in an environment around people who are positive and habit builders. And that's who I was hanging around. So I'm here hanging around the dinner table with Adi Pena, Dr. Pena. And I used to teach with him back in the day in Albany, New York. And what great mentorship he gave to me, what great leadership he continues to provide to those who are under his tutelage at his high school in Schenectady, okay? This guy is doing big time things. Whether you're someone who's in LA, New York City, Texas, the Midwest, the point that I'm trying to make here is you have to surround yourself around people who are bettering you, people who are raising the bar in your life, 
people who are helping you to stay present and focused on your true goals. Not the BS, not the stuff that is getting you distracted, but is helping you to stay on the path of victory. Because that path of victory, that path of success, is not an easy road to take. I want to take a moment to talk about how to find and fix causes of bad habits. Because here's the thing. As much as you are willing to build positive and good habits, things that are productive, things that are moving you in the right direction, things that are life-giving, you have to rid your life of the things that are tearing you down, that are sucking energy and effort out of you, the things that are draining you on a weekly basis, the things that are wasting your time and the time of other people. And when you concentrate on that, and then you make them more difficult, when there's more friction involved, it will be harder to do a negative habit. And instead, you'll turn your time, energy, effort, and attention to something that is for the good. Because as much as you're building neurological pathways in your brain to build positive habits, you have to deconstruct and tear down the roads. (laughs) You got to take out that sledgehammer and you got to start swinging with a fury, right? Because You are your biggest adversary and ally, and you're your biggest advocate. At the same time, you could be someone who is all for you, and you at the same time, you could be your worst enemy. Habits all have underlying motives. James Clear talks about that. I couldn't agree anymore myself. There are reasons why you do the good that you do. You want to seek a reward. And there are cues, we talked about this in the past, that will actually, like a light bulb, a switch going off, make you start acting in a certain way. That will remind you to start behaving, to start doing. Well, there's also those cues. There's also those underlying motives that draw you down the wrong path. Now, a lot of times, right, we're motivated just from a human perspective, an element of survival. Human beings were made to conserve energy, to obtain food and water, to find love and reproduce, right? We were created for connection and a bond with others and God. Certainly, we are here on this planet to win social acceptance and approval to impact the lives of other people. That is the ultimate goal, to reduce uncertainty. Human beings also are drawn to achieve status and prestige. We want to be liked. We want to be recognized. We want to be known. And survival, not to die. (laughs) Well, that, that just goes without saying. And to experience joy and fulfillment. And I truly believe we're also here to connect with ourself, with others, and with the divine. To know yourself, to know your inner being, to know who you are, whose you are, and what you were created to do. James Clear says, a craving is just an underlying manifestation of a deeper underlying motive. He then goes on to argue, your habits are not necessarily the best way to solve the problems you face. They're just the methods you learned to use. Wow, that is profound. They're the methods that you learned to use. So that means habits clearly are both product of environment and choice. Habits have to do and are compounding, connected to, and interwoven with associations. 
When you think about this, problems lead to associations, and then solving them or finding rewards and desires, that's where they live. I can argue this and, and say this till I'm blue in the face. Life is predictive, not reactive. Okay, You can predict what you're going to do tomorrow based on what you're doing today. You can also, with almost 100% certainty, understand that your life, when you wake up, if you are waking up tomorrow, when the sun shines, when your alarm clock goes off, you're going to kind of know how the day is going to go with some certainty. Now, there could be variables. There could be things that happen out of the blue. But when it comes to what you are going to do, the path you're going to take, how you're going to use your time, you can almost predict it. You can always change it, though. And that's where habit stacking comes in. That's where building positive habits takes place. That's where establishing these systems are created. But it takes intention. Because in most cases, based on what you have done in the past, you've conditioned yourself in nearly every situation. Now, certainly human instinct is a real thing, but most habits are built on how we act and we act automatically because prior to an event occurring, we already have experienced certain things. And based on what those experiences have led us to certain feelings, we know the way that we will react. Makes sense. Past actions, habits, approaches, experiences, motives, cues, cravings, rewards, all of these right, determine what you will do in the now and the future. But it's not predestination, okay? Nothing is predetermined. You still have the ability to choose, but you have to be aware. You have to be cognizant. You have to understand what you're doing, the situation around you. And again, I can't say this enough. You have to be intentional about those actions, the way that you are using your time. Feelings and emotions certainly shape our predictions. They shape our desires to do or not do something, and they either will build us up or tear us down. They'll either help to establish positive habits, react in a correct and appropriate manner, or will subside and fall into negative habits. James Clear and myself, I agree with him on this too, actions happen when you predict you'd be better off in a different state. Right, You're going to do something, you're going to react, you're going to act, you're going to take some kind of initiative when you say, hey, I think I'd be better off here, doing this instead of this. Simple example, you go to a holiday party, and you went to that holiday party because first of all, you were excited to see friends. You wanted to engage in the activities that were going on, maybe enjoy some some drinks or some food, understanding that there's going to be music. You were looking forward to relaxing instead of working. But then all of a sudden, the friends that you were hoping to spend a lot of time with, maybe they leave the party. And you're there, and it's okay. But you think to yourself, all right, well, if I leave this situation, I can go somewhere else and I can spend more time with my friends. So they're going out the door and you decide, all right, I'm going to go with them. Now, you took that action because you wanted to be somewhere else, doing something differently and to experience something that you wouldn't have experienced if you stayed where you were. Change is ultimately the ability to leverage difference in our life. And when you look at habits, if you change the way that you act or react on a daily basis and you 
mix it up, if you add something new, if you become more conscious of the way that you are treating yourself, responding to things, how you're using your time and you're more diligent with it, having more concentrated and focused effort, you will be more fulfilled. You will enjoy the experience and journey of life that much more. Just like you enjoyed it by moving yourself out of a physical situation to another place with the people you desire to be around, the same is true whether you're alone or you're with a lot of people in your family or with your spouse or significant other, what have you. This all makes sense. You can choose to determine where you want to be and how you want to be there each and every day. That's an act, that's a choice, and that is ultimately comes down to your decision making. But if you're around people, if you have an environment that's breeding positivity, that's life-giving, that's encouraging, that are aspiring to raise the bar, to up the level, to get to new heights, certainly it's going to be a little bit more simple for you to do that in your life because that becomes the expectation and the norm in the surroundings you are in. If the opposite is true, you will fall. It's just like in sports when they say, oh, they rise to the level of competition or they fall to the level. Well, if you're playing someone who is better than you, you're going to have to try harder. You're going to have to hustle a little bit more. You're going to have to dig deep because here's the thing. People are competitive. Just as we're competitive on a playing field or basketball court or some other sport surface, we're also competitive in life. We want to be seen. We want to be heard. We want to be noticed. We want to share our story. We want the world to recognize we have gifts, talents, abilities. We're a contributor. Okay, we're part of this global community. As much as people sometimes feel like they want to be isolated, get away, and all this kind of stuff, and, and there is time and place for that. There absolutely is. The point of this all is that the key, the key is action. The key is action. And in order to act, you have to decide in your mind, I'm going to do this. And, or, and it's much easier, right? We make this easy. And again, when I say easy, I don't mean being lazy. I don't mean not achieving a lot. I don't mean aspiring for greatness or victory or championship type of mantra in your life. Actually, quite the opposite. What I mean, though, is if we eliminate that friction, and that ultimately comes down to creating these mindsets, creating these abilities to just do it automatically, where at 5.30 in the morning, it's 5.30, so like a switch, boom, I'm headed down into the basement and I'm going to crush my workout, put on my good tunes, get after it, start to get ripped, and understand that I'm going to push myself to the brink for an hour to start my day. And then boom, next, what am I going to do? Okay? And that and that all happens in a daily routine. I'm not going to get into all the nitty-gritty of it because I talked about my daily routine in the past. Your routine can be different, but the point that I'm making here is you have to have a preconditioned aspect of your life to set the precedent, to have cues that will target you and building these pathways so that way, boom, you go down the next road. Boom, after that road, it connects to the next one. And they're all positive in your life versus negative. 
And if a roadblock comes up, okay, how can I reroute and get back on track? Because nothing is going to be perfect, that's for sure. You have to reprogram your mind from have to to get to. I have to do the dishes. I have to mow the lawn. No, I get to do the dishes in a house that has clean water, that had food to eat, to mow the lawn. A lawn means you have space. That means you have some kind of money. That means you have a property that you own. That is a blessing. So stop thinking of yourself as a victim, but the victor, as a burden, as a blessing, okay? I have to pick up the kids from school again. No, I get to. I get to spend time with them. These are all things. That, that is just a mentality. That is the way that you're looking at the world, and we've heard it, and it's cliche. Glass half full or glass half empty. Here's the thing. There's still water in the glass, and there's still time left in your life to do something with the blessing of this day. You don't know if tomorrow will come. Yesterday is already gone. What are you doing today? And what habits are you building so you can regain your life? So you can wake up like I did after that car accident and say, boom, now I'm going to wake up every single day, be grateful for it, and do something about it. Impact somebody's life. Do something that was memorable. Even if it was something that was small, because you're still building that positivity. Something is happening, and it's going in a manner and in a direction that actually is making a difference. It makes a difference to you, to the person next to you, to the people in your environment, to your community, and then to the world. You don't change the world by changing 8 billion people's minds, nor their hearts. You change the world by first going home, like Mother Teresa said, and loving your family. It starts with the people closest and then it branches out. You have to shift from that negative to positive, right? From that burden to blessing, from that victim to victor. Because when you do that, when you do that, the law of attraction starts working. It's like these people that say, hey, why is so-and-so lucky? Well, guess what? You make your own luck. You make your own luck. If you're doing things, you're working hard, guess what? Good things are going to happen. And I truly believe in karma, okay? When the good comes back around, just like Phil Jackson said, and I've said this in the podcast before, no man is an island, no man goes his way alone, but what you put into the lives of others will come back onto its own. What you give to other people, the energy that you emit, the things that you do, how you say it, what you are paying attention to, what you're focused on, that's going to all come back to you. I have to save money, I get to save money. I can build my future and buy what I really desire. And that all leads you to achieve the lifestyle you wish to have. Instead of thinking, I'm nervous and this is not good, how about the nerves are actually waking you up to be excited and jacked up, enthusiastic, get in after it, I'm focused and ready to crush this thing. Motivational rituals also can help us. When we link that cue, like James Clear says, to a particular habit, then we want to act on it. We want to do it a little bit more. Okay, It's like that pregame ritual because it puts the athletes in the right frame of mind so they can get focused, they can be ready, they can take action always, and they can do versus plan. And that's something that I want to talk about right now. You have to be a doer. If you're going to raise the bar in your life and the bar of other people around you, you can't just be planning all the time. It's analysis by paralysis. 
And and what I mean by that, you know, so many people are analyzing. They're looking at the stats. They're looking at the data. They're pouring over it. They're, you know, looking at pros versus cons. Okay, you have to do that somewhat, but you also have to act. You have to be a doer. Be a doer. Don't be a hearer of the word only, but be a doer. Faith without works is dead. Well, guess what? Your life without working at it, your life without doing is also dead. You're a zombie. Wake up. Wake up. Start doing it. Life's too short to be sitting on the sidelines. Get in the game. What do you have to lose? What are you really worried about? What are you nervous of? What are the people that you're thinking, oh, well, they're going to think differently about me. Okay, so what? Can you go to bed at night peacefully knowing that you left stuff still out there to be done? That you didn't give it your all? If you put all your poker chips on the table and you go all in, <laughs> no matter what happens, you can say, I gave my best. And if you give your best today and your best tomorrow, man, you're going to elevate your game. And there is no shame in that at all. You got to get your reps in. Push the weight up, bro. What? Do, I mean, practicing. Practice? We talk about practice, man. We all heard that Allen Iverson soundbite. Practice? We talk about practice, man. No, I'm talking about the game. No, it is in the practice. And practice doesn't make perfect, no. But what does practice do? It makes habits. And what do habits do? They move the needle. And what does moving the needle do? Improves your life. And what does improving your life do? Creates a different lifestyle. What does create a different lifestyle do? Man, it helps you to live life to the fullest. Little by little, day by day, inch by inch. You got what it takes. Repeating the doing and leading in a way that you can be in charge will automatically change your life. You have this ability, right? Each and every day, perform it, do it. Create a new behavior. And then instead of just thinking about it, it will start occurring unconsciously. Your mind will take over. But the key here is all about repeated action. Scientists actually found that habits form based on frequency, not time spent doing things. I always thought in order to build a better habit, you got to do it for 30 days. We all have heard that. But actually, actually, there is some, there is some truth to that. The real truth comes from not in how long you do it, but the very act of doing it. So in other words, if I go to the gym once a week, okay, that's a start. If I go four times a week, I'm conditioning myself to automatically desire to go, even if I were there for 10 minutes. Because eventually, as I continue to go, I'm going to think to myself, well, since I'm here, I might as well do a little bit more. Since I'm around people who are achieving, who are striving, who are thriving, who are giving it their all, I'm probably going to want to do that too because I'm in an environment that's conducive to that. If you make the habit easier, you will do it more often. If you make it a way to help yourself be set up for success with it, then you will desire it. Right? People want to conserve energy. That is a law of nature. You want to take a path of least resistance for survival. That's human instinct. But as we know, actions require energy. Just like that ice melting. At 32 degrees, that's the breaking point. 
33 happens and it starts to melt. One degree. What is the one degree of separation today in your life that's going to make a difference? What is the one more that you're going to do today to make yourself move in a positive direction or to inspire somebody else to? Action. It requires energy. But here's the thing. If you ever notice, the people who are the most energetic oftentimes are not the people who sleep the most, but the people who are doing the most, who are always constantly in motion, who are working out, who are feeding their their body, who are fueling it every few hours, right? It's like they treat it as a machine. If the machine keeps running, if you keep operating it, if it's optimal and it's efficient, it can do great things in the same amount of time as something else that's clunky, that's really not working too well, that's not operating on max efficiency. There's no difference in our own life. The only difference is what you're choosing to do and what other people are choosing to do. People really don't want habits to be built at certain times, but it's in the doing that they are built. They might not want the habit because of the outcome, but it's derived because they've done it so many times. And if you do it so many times, it becomes automated. It can work in one of both ways, either negative or positive. So reducing friction is the key by making the environment convenient or easier. What are three things you could do? Main points of friction that hold you back. Number one, automate. Number two, eliminate waste and time. Number three, simplify. Make it easy. Efficiency is certainly the key. Building good habits comes down to reducing friction, breaking down bad ones, and leveraging friction so it's harder to do those bad ones, those poor things. So set the environment. Make it easy. Prime the space so friction is gone. And James Clear talks about this. He says, if you want to read, lay the book out. If you want to eat healthy, have the groceries in the fridge. If you want to work out, set your clothes and water bottle ahead of time. If you want to save money, build your budget to set the table for the month. Those are all tangible takeaways, things that you can actually do today to make a difference. And the same is true about bad habits. If it's not convenient and it's not hard enough, to do it, wow, then you're just going to fall into it again, right? (sighs) James Clear, redesign your life so the actions that matter are the actions that are most easiest to do. Redesign your life. You are a creator. You're an innovator. You are somebody who's saying 2023 is my year. Today is my day. This is my month. I'm going to do it. I am becoming this type of person. You believe it enough. You say it enough. You do it enough. You will be that person. Some of the goals that I set about five years ago have come to fruition. Very grateful to have a fantastic job amazed and super blessed to have written and authored three nonfiction books, including also children's books as well on top of those. Started this podcast. We're now in season three. Having interviewed countless people spans the the global nature of the world in over 28 different countries broadcasted. Who would have thought 
And I say that all with great humility. I, I go back to that scripture in Joel. What do you want your vats to be overflowing with? What do you want your threshing floor to gather into? What kind of wine and oil are you pouring into the lives of other people? Researchers say that 40 to 50% of everything we do daily is habitual and automatic. Habits flow into the rest of our lives and often determine what we do after the habitual act. Why? Because it leads us to positive or negative aftermath. You sometimes have decisive moments in your life. There are times when you can look back and say, hey, the breakthrough really happened when this took place. Well, for me, life happened for me. When I got in that car accident, okay, it opened up my eyes. When I decided I'm going to hit my alarm clock and spring out of bed, pop up like a piece of toast ready to take on the day, to kiss it into existence and to say, boom, Today's like Christmas morning, truly is. I'm unwrapping the gift, the blessing of life, and I'm going to give my presence and all that I do as my present back to my creator. You have decisive moments that happen in your life too. It's like an on-ramp of a good habit, a positive day or outcome. While taking an off-ramp, we know it leads us down that bad road, that poor choice, a negative outcome and result. No one wants to live there. James Clear, man, this guy had insight. He said, the difference between a good day and a bad day is often a few productive and healthy choices made at a decisive moment. Each one is like a fork in the road, and these choices stack up throughout the day, ultimately leading to very different outcomes. Think of it like sports. Two-minute drill. If you want to raise your level, if you want to up the bar, up the ante in your life, man, call on the GOAT playoffs are happening i know that they're underdogs tom brady i wouldn't bet against them <laughs> you want to stay away from a bet you want to lose well that's one right there that you might not want to put money on because you're betting against him chances are he's going to defeat you why master of the two-minute drill how many times he came back how many times he led his team down the field whether it be for a game-winning field goal game-winning touchdown That's what winners do. They show up when it matters. Well, when it comes to building habits in your life, the two-minute drill is super important. When you're starting a new habit, you make sure it takes less than two minutes to complete. Why? Because remember, the amount of time doesn't matter. It's the frequency. So do it. Just do it. Even if it's a few seconds, that creates a new pattern in your life. We are all about patterns. Our minds ourselves, our bodies, our intellect, our intuition. It's all centered upon patterns. Gateway habits. They lead to larger habits and bigger results. Take running. To start out this year, one of my goals was to run a marathon. Now I got a whole year to do it. That's great. But it doesn't happen unless I first put on my running shoes. I lace them up. I get out there. Maybe I'm not even running at first. Maybe I'm walking for 10 minutes. But then the walking for 10 minutes then leads to 10,000 steps in a day, which then leads me to run a mile, which then turns into a 5K, half marathon, marathon. That's progression in your life. When you look at this year, what is your progression line looking like? What are you doing today 
in an always better, never best mantra. That's your mentality. Today, I could be better. New heights, new, new achievements. There is no ceiling. Okay, you're pulling up the scene and the ceiling is missing, folks. Why? Because you are going to get better. The greatest and biggest challenges in life is getting started. <laughs> That's obvious. Take the initiative. It only happens when we show up and we begin. Today, you're beginning. 2023, it's your year. It's a new you and it's a new creation that you are ultimately striving for. I truly believe this, I, and I declare that this is going to be the best year of your life. If you believe it too, you declare it, and you're actually going out there and, tr and trying to make it happen, it will happen. But ritualize things. Make those first two minutes. Raise the bar. Elevate yourself. Be present and understand that it happens in the doing. Commit yourself. Commit yourself to say, I can do better. I get more out of what I want. And when I get what I want, boom, it stacks on top. And it's like George Odom on the 49ers told me. He said, Dan, <laughs> we're stacking up wins. And it's like stacking up wood in the winter. Because you know what's going to happen. The cold weather is going to come, and you got to light the fire. And the more wood you got, the burn, 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 and it's going to be warm on the inside. We already know. Stack up those W's. Stack up the wood. Stack up the wins. Stack up the habits. Stack up your life. Stack up the cash in the bank account. Stack up the relationships. Stack it up, stack it up, stack it up. Folks, this is your life. This is your journey. What do you want out of it? This is also the EF3 Life Platform, and I'm your host, Dan Jason. I'm so grateful you joined us today. Thank you for taking time out of your life to journey with us. We are trying to improve, inspire, and be better in the areas of education, faith, fitness, and finance. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, all aspects of social media, even TikTok. I'm not doing too many dances these days, but here's the thing. You can find us on all that at EF3Life. Also, log on to our website, EF3Life.com, for great books that are going to move the needle in your life. Financial resources, like my bestseller, Winning With Money, Dollars and Cents inspirational, encouraging, life coaching books like Fire Burning Within, and then spiritual resources as well to help you to dig deeper, to grow closer to God, because we know that it is from Him that all blessings flow. The saint next door. You are the saint. You're the one that can open up the door of the future for yourself, for your family, for others, for the community, and after all, we are on this journey together. And that journey, there's only one stop, and that's heaven. That's the goal. That's the goal right there, a championship ring to be with the Lord. So in 2023, what are you doing? How are you doing it? What is your why? Keep elevating yourself and always know there's only one way to live, and that's life to the fullest. God bless everybody. Until next time, stay large and in charge. The Life to the Fullest podcast is brought to you by EF3 Life. Make sure to visit ef3life.com for more episodes of this podcast, as well as resources and books like my bestseller, Fire Burning Within, fiercely taking on life to achieve victory with God, leading you every step of the way. And make sure to follow us at EF3 Life on social media.